Blog Talk Radio. Up this morning, looking for my shoes. Look behind the trunk, found the hesitation blues. Lordy, tell me how long. Lordy, tell me how long. Will I have to wait? Will I have to wait? Can I get you now? Can I get you now? Must I hesitate? Take me rock away from here Lordy, tell me how long Lordy, tell me how long Will I have to wait Will I have to wait Can I get you now Can I get you now Must I hesitate Columbia, South Carolina. 
I was a little assistant manager at a movie theater. I went to the comedy house. I said, hey, Janet, you know, why you're in town? Why don't you see free movies? We hit it off, like, right off the bat. She's one of the greatest people I know. And I found her. I can give you Coke. And free popcorn, and that's what we did all week. <laughs> yeah, I said, I said, bring a bowl and bring a cup, and you get free soda and popcorn while you watch the movie. We did it all right. week long. And, and and I love that you took advantage of that because every time that you showed up, I, we got close, and then. We got closer, you know, you and I, we talked, we had great conversations, and then I found you on social media, and I'm doing this little show now, and you're like, hell yeah, I want to be a guest. I mean, you're just, you're just so awesome, and that's why you pack out the the comedy houses you when Janet Williams is coming to town like you got respect of Spanky Brown which is another really good friend of mine I love Spanky. I mean Spanky Brown it takes a lot to get in that Spanky Brown circle <laughs> well, and that's awesome. still you know, in there right Janet I've been Tom Sawyer and I think I'm going to talk to uh, John Woo. So, I mean, my John Wu, wait. Hi, Janet. We prepared a little something for you because you had a big event uh, this week. Yes, I did. Uh, you turned 40? I turned Is that 69 correct? years old. 69. No, you're 40. <laughs> no, I'm 69. Hey, before I wow. Well, I we prepared a Robert little Ray something for you. Oh, oh, we we right got here. a little something for you, Janet. Okay. InfoBells! Uh, one yeah. thing that 
know, you you and I we talked about was you said you don't quite know how to deliver comedy. Well, you do. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. you're a great actor. Would you thank say you, that you. comedy is the hardest thing to deliver on stage or on screen? Uh, yes, actually, I, I um, you know, when I every time I'm I'm in class, uh, my coach always tells us that comedy you have to be dead on, otherwise you you know it's a miss. It, it's either 100% dead on or you miss. And um, it, it's pretty tough. And I have a lot of questions for Janet. You know, I I just I, I want to know how she does it. And um, it's completely different. I, I, I want to hear the, the comedian's perspective compared to a well, film actor. And let me tell you, Sean, I admire you for yeah. being an actor. I've never been in a Thank play you. or anything. Uh, and I oh. don't know that I could learn all my lines and put all those marks. I think that's very difficult. Um, well, you know, I mean, I'm sure you studied lines before you get up on stage, don't you? Like, I mean, there's, there's well, somebody I who write writes my material. Oh, you know, uh-huh. I do write my material. And then I'll go to different clubs, and I may try out some new material here or there or somewhere else. And this is what I found, because I've got a Saturn. I find that when I write something in my Saturn, it kills. I'm the only one in the Saturn. Then when I try it on stage, I'm like, damn, maybe we all need to go get my Saturn, because this was fabulous when I said it in my Saturn. But it's, it's not killing here on stage. So it's just a matter of trial and error. You have to get up. You have to try it. You may have to tweak it a little bit. You may think, oh, that sucks. I should never use it again. And that's not necessarily the case. You may have to tweak it just a little bit. So you rehearse, like like we we do. Yeah, definitely. You yeah, go through your, yeah. you know, and, you, and you go you know, through your lines. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, because you got you have to find your rhythm, your groove. Um, you know, and 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 just like film acting, it's a craft. You know, uh-huh. it's, it's a similar craft. And and you you got to tweak it out like you said yeah definitely I I mean um geez uh, you know my coach always tells me that uh, comedy is like tragedy the best comedy is is always written on a tragedy and I'm just right. is that true is it true well Sean I'm not I am not going to lie to you I have comedic uh-huh. friends that have been in business a long time and they go you know Janet you're really not a professional comedian. Because you sit in the back of the room and you laugh out loud when a comic, say, you know, says something funny. Because other comics will just kind of shake their head and go, you know, that was really funny. But I just will bust the gut laughing at a comic that said something funny. And it's, they say it's based on tragedy. I go to bed happy. I wake up happy. I'm very fortunate. I came from a very stable childhood and background. So I feel we all suffer, you know, sadness in our life, but I haven't had anything that was um, was not anything that I could not deal with. You know what I mean? And there's a lot of yeah. people that deal with a lot of things, and you just wonder how they get up every morning. And then when you check into it, you know, when you talk to a lot of comics, you get a lot of different answers on that. But all the comics that I've spoken with have dealt with a great deal of tragedy, you know, and... You're right. Your tragedy is where you can build your comedy. It just does not work uh, that way for me. Oh, I see. see oh, that's I interesting. Anybody, I think anybody can learn to be funny. I think you're right. born with stage presence. And I have a feeling uh, you probably have excellent stage presence. 
Who me? Oh well, I mean, you're, you're too kind, actually. Yeah, I don't. I'm not sure if I'll ever step on stage, but <laughs> I'll, I'll get in front of a camera, but not not in theater. Or yeah, because you know, the thing is with me, Janet, is that when I try to be funny, nobody laughs. When I try, uh, people seem to laugh when I don't try. Yeah, I swear right. to God. Uh, I'll spit something I, I out have really that quick. problem oh, yeah. too. Like I went out with yeah. my ex-boyfriend before Nick and. I would tell him jokes, and he's like, oh, okay, and I'm like, uh-huh. And then yet, I'm at CeCe's Pizza, and I'm dunk, dumping uh, Parmesan cheese on my pizza. Thank goodness I love cheese, and somebody unscrewed the cap, and I got uh-huh. cheese all over my pizza, and I made a joke about that. He's like, see, now that is funny. Right, right, exactly. You, did, you didn't try, and people, like, they crack up hilariously. Um, I, re- I remember one time... Um, my girlfriend, she visited me at Chili's. I used to be a server there, and um, she was in a bad mood, and she stormed out. My coworkers were like, John, what was wrong with your girlfriend? I was like, really fast. I was like, ah, she's on the rag. And they busted out <laughs> cracking up. I, I, I didn't mean to, like, make them laugh. I was like, yeah, she's on the rag. And then just the way I said it, it you know, and they, they started cracking up. I, and I didn't try to make them laugh, you know. And then many times I would try to make them laugh and I would hear crickets, you know, those, those little guys, the crickets, and the, you know, and it's, it's weird. It, it's a weird phenomenon. And I'm just wondering, Janet, yeah, have you, you ever dealt with that? Uh, Janet, I mean, honestly, I mean, with you, I mean, you're in the business. You have to make people laugh. If you don't yeah. make people laugh, then it's kind of like, you know, crickets. Like, uh, you know, John just said, it's crickets. I mean, no, do you, you find you find that stress well, in that? No, let me tell you. This is something an, another strange thing. I taught on a university level for 21 years, so that was. Strange, I told you, Tom, John. She's a always, university. I've always been used to speaking yeah, in public, so I don't get nervous. But let me tell you, they say the best comics in the uh, in the business get very nervous before a show. So there's got to be a, a lot of comments out there that are a whole lot better than I am because I do not get nervous. And I've heard comments, so I was just in St. Augustine at Gypsies this past weekend, and I asked my feature actor, who's very funny, uh, his name's Robbie, which is really not Robbie, he's an Indian guy, I, you can't pronounce his name. But anyway, I said, Robbie, would you like me to get you something to eat? And he goes, oh, I could never eat before a show. He goes, could you eat before a show? I go, hell, I can eat dinner on stage. That does not bother me wow. in the least. But most wow. comics, you know, they don't want to eat before a show because it's that nervousness they've got. And that nervous energy is what really, I think, helps pronounce their level of comedy. And I, I don't I don't have that, you know, Um so my approach is not the normal approach, and I I get that. But you're taking are you taking acting lessons or comedy lessons? Uh, me no, I I, I study film acting, uh, just an acting class, you know. And, and uh-huh. once in a while we we, do, we we go through some comedy every once in a while. We'll learn commercials, comedy, and, and let me tell you, every time we do a comedy script, we fail miserably. Honestly, the entire class fails. I uh, we can do drama bits. Uh, you, we can do, you know. It, it, but when we do comedy, we fail. It, it, it is the hardest thing in the world. It is. Um, 
It's tough. Uh, you, you know what should yeah. happen. You're on the East Coast. He, uh, John's on the East Coast. You should go in yeah. there and teach that class. Well, John, <laughs> you're in Florida, aren't you? Yeah, I'm in Florida, yeah. What part of Florida? Um, I'm about one hour north of Miami. So it's basically South Florida, yeah. Okay. Good old South do, you know, yeah. uh, do you happen to know Amy Dinger from Zero Beach? Amy Gingler. No. Amy Ingram? No. I Gingler. D I N G L E R. I I know of Angry In- Amy Ingram. She opened no, for you, Gingler. didn't she? Gingler. Uh, no, no, I never heard I never heard of her. Is she another comedian or she is a comedian. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Well, no, yeah. I never heard of her, no. I mean Okay. Because I know you're into filming, correct? Yes, yes. Okay, and she and I were in um, Vero Beach Theater on the 30th of this month and uh, July the 1st. And she okay. told me she found someone to do some filming. And then I thought, okay, I'm going to be on here with John Wu. wonder if that's who she got in touch with because she was a small world. So I was just wondering if, if you're the individual that Amy spoke with, but apparently not. Oh, uh, no, no. She's, she's probably talking about the real John Woo, the, the guy in L.A., <laughs> the director who does the yeah. yeah, that's yeah, what she's talking about. When I did the first show, I was like, yay, yeah. we got John Woo. Not that John Woo. I'm more awesome. Yeah. We have, we have a different John Woo, the John Woo from Florida, yes. Hey, John no, Woo, I, as far as I'm concerned, you're the only John Woo. Thank you, thank you. I the love other one pairs by comparison. You are the John Wood. Yeah, I mean, he, he's, 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 he's the only one we know. Yeah. Couldn't you I mean, well, see other... him doing comedy? He's he's good looking. Yeah. Don, you got to agree <laughs> with me here, too. Yeah. yeah. Come on, well, all the ladies. Okay. I don't know. Huh? I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. I looked up on Facebook and we're friends now. And I think uh-huh. you're a very handsome young man. You oh, could not you be my much. next ex-husband, but you could be my boy toy. <laughs> <laughs> hey. No matter, yeah. no matter how it goes, John, you're going to need the therapy afterwards. The long-distance boy toy, yeah. Without a doubt. Huh? Well, yeah. <laughs> he, he's the good-looking. He's got toy. the voice. He's got the body. Oh, my gosh. Have you seen him, like, in his video and he's, like, doing all that? Kickboxing stuff? Yeah, no, I did well, not that see was, that. That was a year ago. Yeah. You know, a couple of years ago. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I'm in okay shape. Thank you, Francie. Francie's Fran, doing really <laughs> nice right now. Yeah. Yeah. Is, oh, she, she's like, you guys could have swabbed. She's not going to you guys could answer this. But, um, I was heard, I, I heard a quote from an actor that too. said, uh, you know. comedy was, dying was easy in acting, but comedy was tough. So, Oh, yeah. You know. Well, you know, I think what makes comedy so difficult, you've got no backup. It's just you up there with a microphone. And the number one fear in this world is not death and dying. It's public speaking. So you combine Uh, those two things, and I think that's what makes comedy, you know, difficult. And, you know, every five years I would go, oh, I understand this business now. I'm such a better comic. Then the next five years I go, oh, I thought I understood it, but I really do understand it this time. And it's gone on like that five-year increments for 
22 years now. So, Janet, let wow. me ask you, um, did, did you uh, did you take formal training for comedy? Did you did you see a coach or like like a, like a comedy acting coach or uh, how, actually, how did you learn? Actually, here in Chattanooga, my home club is the Comedy Catch, and there was a Steve Steve Clemens who was a traveling comedian, and he had a comedy class, and it's a whole lot different than today. You know, you can have uh-huh. a comic that's you know been on the road for a month and never going to teach a class on it. So, you know, today you have to be very cautious about who you're signing up with and plan to give money to because they may have, you know, a week's experience on you, and that's not an instructor. But the Steve Clemens had been doing comedy for some time, and I think I paid either 125 or 150 for his class. And it was a – but I was 47 years old when I started in comedy. So what I did – is I would drive to the punchline and do open mic. Zanies in Nashville do open mic. Open mic at my home club, the Comedy Catch. And in a year, I got 45 minutes together, and I've never emceed or featured. I started out as a headliner, but I had to, because at 47, if you start out as an MC, you'll be dead before you get to that. Nobody in my family lives to be very old. So I knew that uh, I would never make it to headliner. Uh, so I just uh, I put all my energy into it, and I'm not going to lie to you. That 45 minutes probably sucked really badly, but I kept practicing and practicing and practicing. You know, it's like if you work at Toys R Us, you can't take a return the first day there. You don't know how to do anything on that register. Check with you yeah. a week from now, two weeks from now, and you can do everything with your eyes shut. The same way with comedy. You have to keep uh-huh. doing it and doing it and doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much the same thing with film acting. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's repetition, repetition, repetition. Right. You know, how do you, how, right. how do you get to Carnegie Hall? Practice. Exactly. It's all about practice. <clears throat> yeah. 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 There's something I, we have. I, uh, I, I would ahead. like to quote the great late Michael Jackson. He says, if you rehearse, 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 and rehearse, you have nothing to fear when you go on stage. Mm-hmm. That's true. <laughs> yeah, anytime you go anywhere or doing anything unprepared, it's going to bite you in the ass. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's yeah. for sure. And so, comedy. What is that famous saying? Yeah. One thing I have to say about comedy, like you can rehearse it and rehearse it and rehearse it in front of your your family members, and of course they're going to say. Oh, that was great. That was great. Oh, that was funny. But let's say when you get on stage and you perform that same joke and it's like, you know, how do you deal with that? Do you just chunk it aside or do you say, let me improve that? Yeah, do you improve it or do you move on? Yeah, you you can improve it, but if it's not improving, you know that you've got to dump it. And here's something else you have to factor in when you're in a comedy club. Excessive alcohol. And some drunk out there, and women are the worst, that want to be part of a show. So now you've got to take time out of your show to put that person in their place and then carry on with your show. Yeah, sorry, Janet, I might have been a heckler. No. No, you were not a heckler. So, I, mean, <laughs> I know. Have you ever I, had people, I, I, like, I loved your act. Oh, go ahead, John. 
No, Janice, so, like, have you ever been at a comedy club and you might have a rude uh, customer, like, like maybe talk some trash to you? Like, how do you handle something like that? Well, here's the thing. And, 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 John, over time, when you do comedy, you'll come up with ways to shut people down. But last mm-hmm. night, I had a drunk guy and his fiance and everybody who was going to go to their wedding next month. And they all worked at the Department of Motor Vehicle in Florida. Okay? Mm. He was completely wasted. She couldn't stand him being trying to be part of the show, so she had to one-up him. And instead of clapping, he would bang his hands on the table. He was extremely oh. irritating, extremely oh. irritating. And so the crowd was even like, oh, we're so over him. So I just simply asked, okay, let me ask the crowd, do you want to listen to this gentleman or do you want to listen to me? Okay, everybody in favor of him, no clapping. <laughs> everybody in favor of me, you know, abundance of clapping. <laughs> That's okay, awesome. and you yeah, think that would shut him down, but it didn't. Okay, oh, and no. then I used, I hate to bump it up a notch, and I go, I bet your buddy sitting in the next, next to you. He's got a big dick, and I'd like him to stick it in your mouth so my show is over. That didn't shut him up. He just oh, my God. On on until he finally wore himself out. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you, can, you can always have the club manager, you know, take someone out. A lot of times they'll go, tell me you need a glass of water. And we know the fact that I've never had to have anybody removed. But... In the course of having someone removed, if it's a large party, it's more disruptive having them leave and pick up where you left off than just being with them individually and keeping them in the room. So you have to kind of weigh the pros and cons to it. Uh, I guess in the theater, you're not going to have that kind of heckling. No, no, theater's different, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, everyone, yeah. everyone's supposed to be quiet and all that stuff, yeah. But uh, it's the same difference, though. When you, If you mess up on stage at a theater or a comedy club, all eyes are on you. And have, you, have right. you ever messed up? Have you ever messed up and to the point where, where, you, where you choke? I, I mean, wait, I've done wait, that before. Let, uh, me, you know. let yeah. me ask uh, Janet, because you were asking that question, too, and this is a question yeah. that I wanted to ask Janet since we started the show. Uh, remember Andrew? Andrew the Hurricane, and uh, another comedian that was, he performed with you, and he uh, stole your um, little plastic tool, and you raced into your handbag, and he told me when you were, when he was on the show, how well you handled it. But remember, he took that little... um, I'll go ahead and say the word dildo out of your little handbag. <laughs> right. And you went to reach for it and how well you handled the show. How you improved everything. Do you remember that? That was a lot of years ago. But that yeah. was something that I thought was so amazing that you reached for the dildo and it wasn't there because he stole it. Here's the thing, John. You know, I used to carry yeah. a purse on stage. And I had, yeah. it had all the party things in it. It had a butt plug, anal beads, a vibrator. That was years ago. <laughs> I, I don't use any 
of that stuff anymore. But only two times in the 22 years I've been doing comedy was that guy, <laughs> and then there was another guy that took the whole purse. He goes, what is this? And he's going through it. And so I said from the audience, asshole, it's my purse. Oh, sorry. You know, which person goes through something on the stage that belongs to someone else? So then after the show, he goes, oh, I thought that girl threw it up on stage. And I said, and it landed upright? You're a fucking idiot. Um, So, you know, there's always going to be some little thing, it's usually not the comic you're working with, it's usually someone in the audience. And oh, wow. Have I, I have never choked, now, the, the end of this month, I'll probably exactly. choke in Beach. And, I have never and choked. And that's exactly what Andrew said, that you went, to the, you went to the purse and you were like, and you did not miss a beat. You were right there on it. You were just and here's the thing. You have to just, you know, and, and let's say you're doing a bit, and somehow you're like, oh, my God, did I already do that? Only you know you're messing up. The audience doesn't. And, John, there's a lot of clubs that you work that have three shows on a Friday night. And I used oh, to wow. think, am I going to remember what to do in that third show, you know, after I've done it two times tonight? But here's what I figured <laughs> out. All of those fools and, and and great patrons and fans that you love, they're shit faced by the third show. They don't know what you're saying <laughs> yeah. to begin with. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, yeah. 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 Okay, good. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm glad, I'm glad to hear all this, yeah, um, because, you know, I've been on stage um, in class, and I would choke a lot, and, and I'm just like, God, it's the most God-awful feeling in the world. It feels like my throat is like popping out of my chest like in that movie Alien, you know, and, right. and it's just like, oh, yeah, but, you know, through the proper amount of training, um, that nervousness goes away, and um, thank God film acting, you're in front of a camera where someone can yell, cut. Yeah, someone, you know, you could actually stop. You know, someone says, cut, and you can do it over again, but when you're on right. stage, right. nobody nobody can yell, cut, you know, it's all on you, and you just got to dump it and move on or fix it and stay on it. I don't know. And that 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 well, must take a it, lot of skill. It, it you know, takes. It has. But you're building that skill. You didn't start out with it. You're building that skill. So, and every audience yeah. is different. That's what makes it such a great adventure. You know, uh, I'll tell you yeah. what. I've tried improv before. I suck at improv because everything that comes what? up, I end up going dick. It has something to do with a dick. And it may not have anything to do with the dick, but when I'm in improv, that's all I care about is dick. I, don't, I can't explain it. So I am not a good improv partner at all. Not at all. Oh, so they're different? Wait. No, this is cool. I like hearing it because you know why? Um, in class, we, we study improv, and then we study comedy. I thought they were the same. But now, no. now it's 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 good to hear. Uh, so so they're completely different, improv and comedy. No kidding. I don't think they're completely different. However, you know, you're with a group when you're doing improv. You're on your own as a stand-up comic, and I'm much ah. better. On my, I guess maybe I don't play well with others. I don't know what it is, but I don't <laughs> do well in a group. I don't feed off people, and when we have writing sessions with a lot of comics. They go, please come to our writing session. 
I can tag mm-hmm. people and segue things for them, but in a writing group, I never walk away with a new bit of my own. Oh, wow. wow. Interesting. So I do much Interesting. better alone, but love to help other people, you know, with their writing and coming up with bits. But, you know, I, I guess it's because I just started out alone. That's uh-huh. all I know. Oh, okay. Wow. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So improv is different. Good. Yeah. It, it's funny. Improv. You, you got to be on your toes. Like, like quick. You yeah, do. You have to be like really quick. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, it's to me, tough. I think it's, it's a, a much faster level of thinking. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. We, we do all these sure. crazy exercises. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's tough. Yeah. It's it's not easy. Um, and uh, even when I even when I do have a script for comedy in class, it doesn't work. It, it's weird. It, it's just um, uh, you have to be deadpan or something. Is that true? You should be completely deadpan all the time when you when you're delivering comedy lines. When when you're doing improv. Oh no, comedy, just comedy. Yeah. Should, oh, should everything I'm, I'm be do- never deadpan. I'm I'm very no, you're animated. not deadpan. Oh, no. okay. No. Oh, okay, that's interesting. Interesting. Yeah, okay, because um, one of my favorite comedians, um, well, I mean, the guy from Friends, Matthew Perry, um, yeah. he was, the fun, he was oh. one of the funniest people, and he, every time he delivered a line, it was when he had, had a straight... I had a crush like on a, Matthew Perry for a little while. You know, he's, he, um, you know, he would be deadpan a lot. He never made facial expressions, and that's what made him funny. You know, okay, I, I see people are different. Okay. Okay. Um, Look at Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart is never dead, man. I think yeah, Kevin you're Hart right. is a brilliant comedian. Unbelievable. Um, Dave Chappelle for his stand up, I got to see him here in Chattanooga, and he was pretty deadpan, but I wouldn't call him 100% deadpan. But Kevin Hart mm-hmm. has no deadpan. You know, yeah, he is so you're animated. Right. So it's just a yeah, different, right. you know, that's why. Somebody would go, uh, you might get I, I, I got to ask you this together, also because you're then, talking about hands and everything. Like, let's take Basil, the comedian, which, Janet, I'm sure you know who Basil is. Yeah. A very, very great comedian also um, who is not, like, in the mainstream, but just the way he delivers his voice. Would you say that the voice is also, because he can do like this little kid and this little scared girl and his mom all in like 30 minutes where you're cracking up laughing. And his entrance (laughs) to the stage, you know, he's coming out as a badass and he's like, yeah, I'm going to blow alcohol out of my mouth and... You know, and then he's like, would you say that, like, Basil has the voice appearance? Would you agree? Oh, I think he definitely, you know, he's he's definitely got the voice thing down without a shadow of a doubt. But I, Yeah, I and he, he knows when to deliver it. So he knows when to be scared and just like <laughs> the pilgrims. You know, he knows when to be scared. I mean, would would you say that, and I've seen your stand-up, and you know when to deliver the voice, too. I mean, would you uh-huh. say, like, the voice reflecting on everything? Like, 
it is important, and you're going to laugh at this point. Well, That's here, pretty you know, important, too, right? It definitely is. And I'll tell you, I learned this from Les McCurdy, who owns McCurdy's in Sarasota, and he used to own the Comedy Catch here in Chattanooga. Les McCurdy and Kenny Sons developed a class that's very significant uh, as far as training comedians and teaching you how to be a comedian. But he told me, he said, comedians have the most difficult time. They can't stand it when people are not laughing. And not everybody oh, yeah. can laugh. I'm, I'm more of a storyteller. I'm not a last-per-minute comic. And you know you've still got the audience's attention if they're not talking among themselves. If they're not talking among themselves, it's the same as laughter. They're still listening to you till you, till you get to that punchline. But it's nice. very hard for a comic to do. Very hard. So is that is that your style, Janet? You, you'll tell, like, a, a nice story that, that winds up being, like, hilarious at the end? And, and well, instead of... You know, John, hopefully it ends up hilarious at the end. But, you know, I'll just tell... You know, I, I talk about a whole lot of different topics. And so right. sometimes, you know, I may be talking for, you know, a minute, minute and a half with no punchline and no laughter. But I look uh. at the audience and they're paying attention, so I'm not worried. Because I know oh, when I get good. punchline, then they're gonna, going to laugh. Ah, so, so you, you don't deliver a, short – go ahead. So you don't well, deliver short, choppy punch, uh, like like quick one-liners, you know? No. It, it, that's not your style. Okay. Uh-oh. No. Uh, that's – Maybe it might be one fifth of my show. Um, oh, I see. But I'm I'm more um, telling a story, and it's got a few places where you stop and people are laughing. But ultimately, the end result is going to be the biggest laugh. I see. I see. Very nice. I, I mean, so do you write your own stuff? I mean, or do you yeah. have a writer? Or no, you no, write no. everything. I write all. I write all my own things. Wow. He does. I, I, okay, so I mean, may I ask you, where do you, where do you come up with the content? I mean, do you just make it up? Is it, is it come from daily life experiences or or daily life something experience, you see? The news, and I'll, I'll give you a helpful hint here. Yeah. Say you're say you're a true road comic. You mm-hmm. owe that audience wherever you are to pick up a paper in their city and read the paper and see what's happening in that town. So that you can uh, at least deliver one joke. Those people have paid way too much for a ticket for you. They've paid way too much for beer and food and probably got babysitters. So the least you can do is make them part of the show where they live yeah. part of the show. Wow. Okay. That, that, yeah. that, and, that, and it looks like, you know, it looks like, not only looks like, but you have made where they live an important part of your show. And I, I see, see. That, even when okay. I was much younger, I always wrote down my MC's name, my feature's name, and where I was. Because I was on the road so much, I remember saying um, that I was in Knoxville when I was in Nashville. And you know, they're like, ooh, we're Nashville. You know, um, so even <laughs> now, I always write it down and people are like, have you got Alzheimer's? And I go, well, I'm going to prevent this if I do. But, you know, I always write that down because I want to be able to acknowledge those that went on before me and where I am. And if I don't write it down, John, I may not remember. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, you have to write things down. I do, at least. Yeah, I, I forget a lot of stuff, Yeah, so especially my lines, you know. <laughs> yeah. I think one of your lines happens. would be so difficult. It, it's a, it take, it's a process. It's like, a, oh, my God. It's, it's rep, again, it's repetition. It's all repetition. And every time, every time uh, my wife helps me with my lines before I go to class, and she's like, are you sure you're ready? I'm like, yeah, hit me. I forget my first line, my first, you know, and I, I'm like, she's like, she'll, she'll throw the script at me, go practice. She's like, practice, and she'll throw it in my face. Yeah, it happens to me all the time. Every, I'm like, I'm off book, I'm ready. Uh, you know, and just, <laughs> it happens, you know, and, and thank God it's happening here and not at an audition or on set, right. you know, yeah, so it's always better to happen in class, not not on set, you know. <laughs> yeah, that that's that's another thing, like pressuring yeah. for auditions, like you were just saying. I mean, oh my gosh, it's so much pressure. How do you guys deal with that? Uh, just experience. You go through it, and and the very first audition I had, oh my god, I was uh, I was hopping all over the place like an Easter bunny. You know, um, I was so excited, and I had no clue what I was doing. I, I came ill prepared. I, I was wearing tank top and shorts and, and sandals. Well, everyone else, but they were wearing a nice slacks and button down. Um, and you know, I, I was horrible. My first audition. Yeah, the casting director told my agent, "Hey, don't ever send that guy here again." You know. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, you know, they were laughing at me. They're like, "Please don't send him to me again." You know. And then my agent, my agent was laughing at me. And and but that was my first audition I've ever done, and back then See, I that was, was your take... first comedic that was your first comedy role. Yeah, and I wasn't even trying. <laughs> I was not trying. Yeah. I made everyone laugh. I thought I was doing a natural. good job. You yeah, I was being natural. It was it was for a stupid burrito commercial, like a burrito wrap, you know. And and yeah. um, I thought. I thought I was doing well, good. Well, you were but, you know, wrapped I... up pretty good. <laughs> you, yeah, you... that's a wrap. <laughs> yeah, so, um, you know, it was funny. At the end, um, I kind of knew he didn't like me. So I was like, can I do it again? He was like, no, John. No, John. Not a chance of time. <laughs> then, yeah. That, and, and, uh, yeah. Uh, I, damn I, it, John, Tom, wouldn't you guys agree he did not get the role? Yeah, I did not. Oh, I did not. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> He's like, yeah, not a thing, chance in hell. The thing in this business, <laughs> when I first started in comedy, you know, it's very difficult to get into into rooms. And I thought, there must be a secret handshake like the Shriners and the Masons have. And nobody's going <laughs> to tell me what that handshake is. And then I realized, no. you have to call. Because for every no, you'll get a yes. And I figured out at the beginning that I could get five rejections without wanting to put a gun in my mouth. And out of those five rejections, then it's, it's you know, then I'm on, on the way to getting a yes. So you have to figure out what you can deal with. And as actors, wow. actors deal with so much negativity. You know, um, we can't oh, yeah. really tell you you're right for the part. You're not definitely wrong for the part, but you're not what we're looking for. It's kind of like the Supreme Court, you know, and porno. Yeah. Uh, we can't tell you, we can't describe it when we know it if we see it, okay? So um, 
I think actors have a much, much more difficult time. Because, you know, when you hear um, um, them interviewing Gwyneth Paltrow, you know, all the big-name actors, they were like, I was turned down 1,800 times before I got a wee non-speaking part. You know, you've got to have a strong skin in this business. Well, yeah, you know, my, yeah. my coach, um, he says the same thing. Um, um, his name is Michael Jacques. He's like one of the best here. And he tells me every day, he's like, John, you better drop every, you know, everything you think about these directors who aren't hiring you. You better get rid of that. It's nonsense because you got to have skin as thick as a rhino. Or, right. you know, and be, because there's so much rejection here. Things can change. You could get hired for a job and they could release you the day before, you know, and that's happened to me many times. Um, yep. I would get prepared. I'd be excited. Yes. And then I get a phone call from my agent. Hey, you got released. Oh, you know, and it's just, again, you got to have really thick skin. Um, I've seen it happen many times. Yeah. There's a lot of rejection, a lot of negativity. And my coach, he says, John, get them and forget them. That's his favorite but, line. And, and, but and John, that is it, John, that you couldn't have better yeah. advice than that. And every yeah. no is getting you closer to a yes. Yeah, he says that. Yeah, <laughs> it's God. It's and like you guys are on the same page. Every getting you closer to a yes. And you know, when a uh, a director or a casting director is looking, you don't really know what they're looking for. You're going in to read for it. So there may yeah. be fifteen people in that hall behind you, and another fifteen behind them, and yeah. they're going to pick one of you. But nobody mm-hmm. knows what exactly that they're looking for. It's just a crapshoot. I know. I wish I was psychic. I, I wish I can get in the head of a casting director. I, I really wish. Um, you never know. Did, did they skip breakfast? Did they skip coffee? Are they in a bad mood? Did they go through rush hour traffic? You know, I right. want to know what they're thinking. You know, uh, are, I mean, do they not like my, my shirt today? You know, God, you know, I think of a lot of crap. And, and um, so far, the best stuff that I do, I go in there, have fun. Do your best. Hit hit your mark and go home. That's that's what my coach says. Yeah, do that your best. Hit your mark. Go exactly home. Exactly what you're supposed to do. Because I tell mm-hmm. comics that are emceeing and opening for me, have a good time. Just have a yeah. good time. And some MCs are given such uh, horrendous things to introduce a headliner. You know, they <coughs> want every single thing. Okay, everything they've been on in TV. And I go, I'm not giving you TV credits. Because they'll either remember me from TV or they won't. Won't try to get my name right. But if you fuck that up, we still get paid. Put any extra <laughs> pressure on yourself, you know? Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. He says, "Don't what, get in your what, own way." What I'm I'm trying to ask uh, John Woo to do is to get his own Blog Talk Radio show. Maybe uh-huh. do it maybe once a month or whatever. And, uh, yeah. you know, expand himself a little bit more. What do you think, Janet? I think he's an actor, and he's driven to be an actor. And I don't think you can have too many irons in the fire. You have to decide okay. if you want to be okay. a radio That's what person. He said yeah, yeah. You, you have to be driven. And, you know, if you've got yeah. a whole lot of things going on, you can't be yeah. driven for that one goal. You know what? That that was very eloquent the way you put it, Janet. Yeah, because I, you know, radio talk—it's fun. I like talking, of course I do. 
Um, but I got a lot of stuff I, on my I plate. Think on you America did TV. a fantastic job tonight. I'm, I, oh, you know, I I like it. I you know why? Because I have you, Francie. I you know, there's Nick on the you know on on the other line. So it's not just me talking. You know, you guys talk too, and it it I like it as a group effort. It's really you know. Um, look at hey, look I at Howard Stern. That, Howard Stern had people helping him out, you know. So, I, hey, I will, I will support you if you want to do the your your own show, okay. and maybe you can Thank get you. Janet as a guest, and we can get you sure. more. What do you think, Janet? But like what? Well, here's in my thoughts. I on. I will support you. I will help oh, you. Oh, Francie, you've uh, always been a big supporter, and, and I appreciate you. But I think John needs to say driven and know what he wants. And, John, this is so important. I know you've mm-hmm. heard it a million times. You have to write your goals down. You can't just think them. You have to write your goals down. And then you will That's attain them true. sooner than you will the other way. Okay. I. You know what? But That's something my coach never down. taught me. No. <laughs> He never told me that. Yeah, I have to I'll... agree with her. Uh, yeah. You actually told me that too. in South Carolina, too, Janet. Uh-huh. Maybe, you know, maybe my coach did tell me I was falling asleep during class, maybe. And, you know, but I'm writing it. I'm writing this down right now. Okay. <laughs> write down your goals. Right. Yeah. Write them yeah. down. And, you know, I think I think he's got a great future. He's got a, a Janet, come on, that face. Thank you, thank oh. you. I hey, you know what though? I, I is that body? You would think I mean, so, right? You, you would, but you would think I would book a hell of a lot more jobs here, but I don't. It, it's so weird, uh, and, and that's where it comes to uh, competition. Uh, we have, you know, South Florida. It's a model-driven community. Everywhere you look, there's a model, um, and right. they flood they flood our auditions for film, TV shows, uh, commercials. Uh, uh-huh. any, anybody who's a model goes and it's very tough, you know, because everyone wants that piece of the pie. Okay. And the pie yeah. keeps shrinking, you know? And, um, so when I, I walk into an audition thinking I'm going to book, guess what? A skinnier Asian guy would book it. They're looking for an Asian guy, but they're not looking for me, the 200 pound Asian guy. They're looking for the 150 pound Asian guy. Okay. A lot right. of things uh, like that, that- in this business unfortunately you know and um my goal is to be uh on tv or the big screen one day of course you know or a tv show whatever um blog talk radio is cool i would do that you know but um there's a lot on my plate right now um i'm I'm happy talking to you right now the way it is What's wrong with correct? this guy? He's like the total package, right, Don? Right, Jen? Oh yeah. Like the... <laughs> yeah, Thank definitely. You. And you know what? You know, Francie, yeah. I think I think what it really is is John just likes to hang out with us. Yeah. Hey, why not? <laughs> We're cool. <laughs> <laughs> This is the laid back people. The thing is, is I I think that what we did tonight and a couple of things that John has talked to me about comedy, he's like, I can't quite get the comedy down. And I'm like, okay, then 
Janet Williams is going to be on the show, and we talked about this before we booked John Wu, and it's mm-hmm. like, okay, Janet, <laughs> I got you, and I'm like, <laughs> John Wu, Janet, you guys can talk, and I think you guys had a great conversation. I would encourage you to do this. You know, if yeah. there's a comedy club close to you, and a lot of times uh, up-and-coming comics will go to a bar and they'll be doing some stand-up. And go, go and, and do, do some open stand-up. mic. Just do stand-up. an open mic uh, and get the feel yeah. of that. And when you get comfortable on that small stage, surrounded by drunk people that are not listening to you, that next I, audition you do will be a lot easier. Uh-huh. John, I think that's probably the best insight that you can ever get to perform your comedy right there. Janet mm. just gave it to you. Um, I mean, yeah, if okay. you, you're going to go out and, and nobody like people might, you, but she's absolutely right. Step outside in front of those bright lights. <laughs> I've been on opportune day. Put me out on those bright lights out of a spur moment. Go no, out I, I, I on those thinking, I keep thinking of all those movies where, you know, where they throw tomatoes at you and stuff. You know, I keep thinking about tomatoes <laughs> getting thrown at me and, or You're something else. Yeah. Or beer bottles, Nobody. yeah. Nobody throws tomatoes a lot anymore. Work. They're making salad. Oh, they're, oh my God! They 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 throw salad at you. Even better. Oh my God! Uh, <laughs> I'll have me a nice little uh, meal. The only thing I'll, you're going to hear yeah. is crickets. And if you hear, I think Janet yeah. just gave you the best advice that you could ever get. That if go you want to wanna try comedy, yeah. uh huh, go out in front of a live stage and try it. I think she yeah, just yeah. gave you the best advice ever. Yeah, and I'll I'll take a pound of Valium before I do. So, um, <laughs> so whatever it takes, John. Oh no! Yeah. Just take a couple of shots of Jagermeister, and you'll be fine. You don't want to get pulled over. It could ruin your career before you really yeah, get going. So if you're gonna take it's... a pound of Valium, be sure you have a driver. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, hey Tom, Uber are anywhere. you still there? Yeah. I'm yeah, still here. Tom, Tom, yeah, Tom. Well, what do you think that John Woo should take before he goes to his? I uh, do you agree that Janet Williams? I'll take a couple drinks to loosen up. I say he needs a raincoat. Janet Williams gave John Woo. I think this has been a very educational show. I mean, yeah. not yeah. only for John, but John. for everybody. And I hope that everybody, I certainly paid attention. I'm like, yeah, do it. Janet, <laughs> let me ask you something, Janet. Um, who's your uh-huh. favorite comedian? Uh, Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart is your favorite comedian. Oh, uh, I know. Okay. I, I Kevin, Hart. Kevin Hart, but as far as the comedic actor, Will Ferrell. Uh, Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell. I love Will Ferrell. Yeah, he's funny. I, as hell. I he's love funny. Will. I. This is why I love Will Ferrell because he has like that childlike 
look he's on that, the no, camera he's got like, that look what? on his face. Oh, my God. It's that face, yeah, that undeniable like, look he's he has. Like, what? You know? He's got this child, and you're just looking at him like, oh, I want to hug you. No, yeah, I'm, I, on I old school. God, he was so I think, funny. I think hey, he Paul was so innocent. <laughs> My favorite stand-up comic, I mean, hands down, I, I'm, I'm going to say it's uh, Dave Chappelle. Um, I, oh, th- I was really... Brilliant. I, I mean, Dave Chappelle, yeah, he, he very, is, very he good one. so funny. I mean, because, you know, um, we were talking about deadpan manner and, and, and expressive manner. He does both. Yeah, he, he'll be really yes, expressive he on his face, and then sometimes he won't. And and he's funny as shit, you know, both times, you know. Um, I love my favorite, his show. Yeah, he had this one. I love one. the show where he thought it was a white man. Oh, um, the, Dave, yeah. the, the Dave Chappelle show, yeah. Oh, my yeah. God, that, yeah. that, that, that show is I so funny. Can <laughs> okay. go back a little further? I think of Richard Pryor and George Carlin. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Richard Pryor. They, yeah, he was good They're my, my favorite. George, yeah. George, yeah, those two are my favorites, too. What, what about Eddie Murphy? Do you like Eddie Murphy, Janet? Oh, I love Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, you know, I was... You know all those movies. Who? Who? Eddie Murphy? What do you mean? Yeah, Eddie Murphy. Oh, did did everyone just blank out? There was, there was like a brief momentary silence there. I, mean, I know there like, was um, a brief moment. <laughs> yeah, what happened? Silence. Yeah, it's like everyone, I was wondering. I we hello. Were... Yeah, everyone's here. I'm here. Yeah. Janet. Hey, Francie. Uh, uh, yes. Everyone's here. Okay. I I have actually got to see George Carlin live, and let me tell you, it was friggin' awesome. Oh yeah, I got to see him live. It was friggin' awesome. I can only imagine. <laughs> oh, it was that excellent. is awesome. Good, I pregnant. I was like seven months pregnant, eight months pregnant. Oh no. Oh yeah. Oh my God. I kept saying I gotta go to the bathroom, but I can't. Wouldn't it have been awesome if you gave birth at George Carlin's concert? Oh, that would have been different. You would have called him Mini George. But but the only problem with that, Francie, is I had all C-sections. So, yeah, probably wouldn't have. you have a child. How old is your I don't child? even know what that means. Oh, so what does C-section mean? That means they <laughs> cut the belly open. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think yeah. I would prefer that. Yeah, Lots of drugs. Second, I think I would prefer that than like... Oh, my God. Lots well, of drugs. I mean, it, it, sometimes when you pee, it, okay, I'm not going to talk about... We got men on the show. Why not? Bodily functions are funny in comedy, okay. don't they? Okay. Hey, John, you can always so fall back on some fart jokes just in case you start to bomb. Pees, They're always funny. Like, 
So if you can get the TV with it first, it's your bet. Mm-hmm. It's all right. Yeah. It is your bet. You know, it's it's now associated with you. Wow, that's an interesting story. It is. I, I mean, because you know why? Um, nobody has a patent on a line or a joke. No. Or or, or no. a scene in a movie. Um, and uh, my my coach, he tells me, he's like, John, a good writer will borrow, a great writer will steal. And um, <laughs> there's a lot of validity to that. Yeah, seriously. Yes, good writer borrows, great writer steals. Um, and and I'm not surprised hearing that. No, from Robin Williams. I am not surprised. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if anyone else did it. Uh, Chappelle, Joe yeah, Torrey, I was Martin gonna, Lawrence. Yeah, I was going to you know? say that, too. I was going to say, you know, maybe a lot of great comedians did that. Like, do that still. Like, Dave Chappelle, like we talked about. Maybe he's going to, you know, local comedy houses and saying, ah, oh, I could deliver that better. Let me take that. Well, and and it, it's, it's not of, a matter of stealing, but could it be a matter it. of delivering better? Mm. Bigger name comics mm-hmm. that have shows where they're on TV every night. They have to have writers. You can't come up with that all out of your mind. You know, it's just too much. Uh, so oh, yeah. they do have teams of writers. Uh-huh. Yeah. But you still have okay. to learn it, you know, to be able to deliver it like it was yours. Yeah, yeah. That, that makes a lot of sense, and- sure. I mean... And that's where your craft is cool because you don't have those. Not to say that you're less than anybody else, but you're still delivering. And you're still saying, hey, this is mine. Does Um, that make sense? I'm not. uh, You are awesome. Oh, God. I mean, you're on point with everything. Like, every time that I've seen you on stage, you crack me up every time. And your T-shirts, oh, my gosh. Well, you know, Francie, I should have you managing me. If you can make other people (laughs) believe in me the way you do, this would be a moot point. I'll be on an island somewhere. My own island. Dude, you would... (laughs) Honestly... You would be in California right now. Why are you on the East Coast? Why aren't you here in California? And I can get you in L.A. Hey, let me yeah, tell you. Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, My formative years were spent in California. My dad was in the Navy 23 years. California is where you go on vacation. You don't live there. <laughs> yeah, I'll, but yeah, I can get you this. on the stages here. Entertainment is not geographical. You know, I can get on a plane. I've, I've already been asking, like, the comedy houses here. There. We need Janet William, the Tennessee Tramp. I've already been doing that on the uh, website for the comedy houses. Would well, you want that, to California? No, I would not want to move to California. It's overrated. It's overrated. You know that, right? I I lived there for four years in LA, and God, it was smog town. 
Um, and, you know, hey, you know, the 405 freeway, I know why they call it the 405 freeway, because you're always going four or five miles per hour. It, it, the traffic sucks. The tra- hey, somebody laughed. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. What are you doing? Oh, it's John Woo. You're supposed to be my yeah. partner. No. You know, if you yeah, can get there, there you go. The traffic well, sucks. four or five hours to get to where you're going, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Hey, God, no, it was no, I watched the reports. It's 10 or 15 minutes. Oh, God, you got 10 million people crammed inside L.A. County. 10 million people. That's a lot of people. And then, yes, you know, yeah, if you ever want to get the... Sacramento. Oh, well, Sacramento's different. Uh, well, actually, I don't know. I've never been there, so um, I can't come. We should uh, get but, you uh, no, over Janet, here. John Woo, too. So, so Janet, so you didn't find more acting or comedy jobs in in Hollywood? I, I heard there's a lot out there. Like um, stand-ups uh, seem to be a really big thing over on Hollywood Boulevard. Here's the deal: is that uh-huh. um, uh, and, and you know, age is not relevant in acting or as a comic. I'm very content where I live. I love where I live. And if I get an opportunity to do something in L.A., I'll fly out there and spend the time that it takes to complete that job, or I'll go to New York, but I'm not going to relocate. I mean, for me to relocate, I'd have to have a major sitcom where I am pulling in some big bucks. Because it costs an enormous amount of money to live in L.A. or in New York. And almost where the heart is, too. Right. I agree with you. I mean, if I, yeah. if I I'm a writer, so I'd have to, I'd stay where I'm at. Right. Mm-hmm. But I would, yeah, you know, a job. I would do, go where I had to go. So it would have to be a really big, your best juicy job. In your own environment. Yeah. Oh yeah. But let's say that if you were offered this great opportunity, would you go? Oh, sure, I would go. Sure, for a while. That doesn't necessarily mean you have to relocate. No. Yeah, relocate. I mean, you know, you unfortunately, could live there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how many people will tell you, you know, we live at Martha's Vineyard and we fly to uh, L.A. or to New York, whatever, whatever thing that we're working on, and then we go back to our home base. You know, all the stars uh-huh. don't live in New York or in Hollywood. Uh, yeah, that's a good. That's, yeah, that's that true. is. That's true. <laughs> that Very is true. true because, actually. because the Rock, you know, the Rock lives here in Davie. He has a super huge mansion, but he's always in L.A. making appearances, and, and or Atlanta. Yeah. So, but his home base is here. Um, it's it's a shame that you know all his shows packed up and left because Florida, the the film industry is kind of dry here. We don't we don't have those tax incentives. And um, that is the reason why a lot of people are moving to L.A. or Atlanta, because they still have those incentives. Um, yeah, and, you know, and, you mentioned Atlanta. Atlanta's a hot spot if you're in yeah, acting uh, or yeah. if you're in comedy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, have you ever thought of going to Atlanta? or Have I ever thought of that what? Have you ever thought of going to Atlanta at all? Well, I lived in Atlanta for five years, but Atlanta's uh-huh. only 120 miles from me. I can be in Atlanta in less than two hours, and I know everything oh, wow. in Atlanta. And I'm I, so um, jealous. I was in oh, a, my God. Yeah, I was in a sitcom. It wasn't picked up, but the comedy store 
advice on me. I'm more so, jealous you know. than you are. You what? No, she. I said I was jealous, and she said she's more jealous. Um, um, I don't know if you can be more jealous than me because I've been wanting to go to. They call it Hotlanta now. Hotlanta. 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 Yep. They got like they have over seventy TV shows. Um, out of God knows what else. They it they surpassed Hollywood. Believe it or not, they are number one now in the film industry. Hollywood's number two. Yeah. And it, Florida's isn't number that 10. amazing? Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing and how you, I'm stuck you in can shit Florida. Afford, <laughs> you can afford to live in Atlanta easier than you can live in L.A., I can assure you. Yes, that. you can. Yes, you can. And there's, there has been a massive exodus from L.A. and New York uh, because people know that's where you want to go now, Atlanta, because you could pick up an apartment for like half the price compared yep. to L.A. Yeah, it's yeah. still expensive, though. It's gotten uh, expensive, yeah. pretty expensive. Yeah, because, you know, the city's wisening up. They're like, okay, we got all these uh, Joe Schmo actors moving here, so let, let, let's bump up the price on everything. Um, yeah, I have friends. I my, my, yeah, my classmates, they all moved. I, a few of them moved uh, to Atlanta to, to do um, TV shows and stuff and um, or web series or whatnot. And they told me, it's pretty cheap out there. Yeah, God. I live well, in and LA. You, know, LA you don't have to you know? live in the heart of Atlanta. You could live in Marietta or Kennesaw. And it's just a, a oh, short yeah. run to get to Atlanta. Yeah, yeah true. exactly. That is true. Mm-hmm. Um, wow, but you live so close. I, I, I wish I lived that close because I, I can't go to auditions there. It's, it's, like, it's like nine hours away. You know? Oh, and, I know. Let um, the worst state to live for a comedian is Florida because you have to drive <laughs> 12 hours to get out of that son of a bitch to get to another yeah. state, you know? <laughs> exactly, exactly, yes, yes. You're right, you're right. Um, and crappy thing is, I it, it's kind of bad to be an actor in Florida, too, uh, because of those incentives. You know, we don't have much film work here. Uh, a lot uh-huh. of commercials, a lot of commercials, but... The commercials, again, it's overrun by just everybody. Everybody's going there. Everybody from from Joe to Mo is going to these auditions. And Uh there's not enough of it, you know. And I was thinking about joining my friend. He has a comedy club here, a little group. And, um, yeah, I told him to call tonight. He's not calling. I'm kind of pissed. But, uh, oh, well. His name is John. It's another John. And does he have a comedy club in Atlanta? No, he has a, he has his own little comedy group here in Florida. They, oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, so they 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 like doing some comedy, and I told him to call. I, I'm like, you better call. Him. I know you you know you love comedy, and he's not calling, so he's he's not my friend anymore. I'm unfriending him <laughs> on Facebook. Hey, you know, yeah, I'm not gonna make him my friend. He's not good enough to be your friend. I'm just not gonna make him my friend. <laughs> Yeah, I got everybody on a line that's online. I wouldn't unfriend anybody because of Block Talk Radio because there's drama always. You know, just. I'm not doing that. I was know. kidding. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I have to see the guy in class. Good. I see him in class every every Monday. So he's going to be like, hey, John, you unfriended me, man. You know, that's going to be uncomfortable. <laughs> it's going to be it'll yeah, be really you uncomfortable. Can't do you know? that. No, he's my classmate. You can't do that. It's like, oh, you know, something went wrong on social media. Screw social media. It's like, right, Mother Dawn? Yep. (laughs) 
<laughs> you know. She gave me the advice today, and I was like, okay, Mother Dawn, I'm not going to do it. You don't like it. social media, Francie. You know what? Hey, you know what Michael well, said? Well, I, I, you know, I like that I found you. And uh-huh. I, like I like that, that I found, yeah. I, you know, I, I found you. And that was awesome. And I love that I found you. And I got Dawn and Tom and, and then all of a sudden, you know, I'm like typing in Janet Williams and, whoa, there she is. <laughs> you know, and. <laughs> It's like you get to meet your old, not old friends, because Janet Williams, I even call her before she even shows up on my show. I'm like talking to Janet, and she's like this great friend that I have. And it's not, hey, Janet, do you want to be on my show? It's like, Janet, how you doing? Fancy! <laughs> Janet, are you there? I am you there. Fancy. Yeah, it's like every time I call Janet or I talk to Janet and I tell Janet about things that are going on in my personal life and she's like, yes, go for it, girl, you got it. You know, she's... She's like this really great friend, and I love her to death. She's always there for me. So, Janet, when are you coming down to Vero Beach? Um, do you I'll have be something in Vero Beach, um, let's see, June the 30th and June July 30th. the 1st at the theater. Uh, at the, uh, oh, what's the name of the theater? Um. Yeah, I just know it's in Vero Beach. I mean, they've only got Vero one. Vero Beach. I'll I'll yeah. Google it. Yeah. Thank God yeah. for Google. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, Google it, and um, mm-hmm. um, we'll stay in touch on Facebook, and um, I'll give you my number, and if you can make it to the club, I'll leave ticket. I'll leave a ticket for you because I'd love oh, to wow. see you. Oh wow! Oh yeah, that it'll be great. Yeah. Vero Beach. It's 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 a little bit away. I'll try. I'll try and make a little trek out there. Yeah. Okay. okay. That'd be nice. Yeah. So, if it's your I, mean, so I mean, how how many how many years total have you been doing this now? I'm starting my 22nd year. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. Wow. Honestly. Yeah. Truly. Truly. I, I just gave you some claps. I don't know if there, any, anyone else wants to join in, but yeah. Honestly, 22 years. That's that's pretty good. Wow. Well, I mean, I've only. Like, there's so mm-hmm. many comics out there. Social media has changed everything. You can put on a YouTube, and if it goes viral, damn, you're a nationally touring comedian. I don't know if you've ever heard of the Southern Mama outside of Birmingham. He put uh, on a, no. uh, a uh, video. It went viral. He is selling out theaters everywhere. Not oh, my God. Theaters. Theaters. Wow. Yep. No, that's amazing. And she got she got discovered. Just like Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber got yeah. discovered from YouTube. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Uh, and many other people got discovered. That and, and is actually, amazing. I know. His name is Darren Knight. And he has long hair, and he says everything that a Southern mama would say. 
And then you've got the well-read comedy tour, and that is Trey Crowder, uh, Drew, and Corey Forrester. And they're off in mm-hmm. the South. And uh, they've been on Bill Maher. They've got a sitcom deal with Warner Brothers. Uh, he writes for the Washington Post, all from one video that took off. And, but he's a very, very smart guy. So, I mean, he's got regular videos out. And I think the Southern Mama, he puts out a new video every week. Southern so pull Mama. it up on YouTube. Well, I'll, I'll check it out. Is, is he kind of like uh, that guy Foxworthy? Uh, what, what was his name? Um, Jeff Foxworthy, I think. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Jeff Foxworthy. Um, Southern Mama's not really like Jeff Foxworthy. He's kind of a – he's a character where with Jeff Foxworthy, what you see is what Jeff Foxworthy is. Yeah. <laughs> he was funny. Yeah, that guy is funny as hell. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. Twenty two wow, twenty two years and you know, I've I've only been dabbling with film for like the past ten years. Okay, wow. And um so you never had ambitions to ever do commercials or, or any kind of short films or no, N T V the only reason I would have that kind of interest is to get me in every single comedy club. I am uh, a road comic. You know, uh, I am a road comic from the get-go. And I love comics, and I love driving to gigs. You know, of nice. course, when I go to, um, awesome. when I'm in Texas, you know, I don't drive mm-hmm. to Texas or Tucson. But um, I love I love comedy clubs. Love them. Good. Nice, nice. I, I, li- I, I like to hear somebody with passion, you know. It's a, and I told this to Francie and everyone, Passion is what drives an artist. Um, it, well, the money, the money is great too, and the fame and the popularity. But behind <laughs> all that, it's what else? What else do you have left? Is your honest passion, right? Uh-huh. I'm, I'm, sh- I'm sure it's it's your honesty and the, your passion towards this craft that keeps you going. Am I right? Well, and, and that's true. And you know, um, money doesn't necessarily go hand to hand with fame. And if you're doing it for the money, you're never going to get ahead. You have exactly. to do it for the love of the art. Yes. Love thy art and thyself and not yourself and the arts. Stanislavski. Yep. Or, uh-huh. I, I think it's Stanislavski. Yeah. <laughs> I, keep, I keep forgetting who says that. I think it's Stanislavski. Yeah. The, the king of method acting. Yes. Um, we learn his stuff all the time. But, um, yeah, but yeah, that is true. It's just like you have to love the, the, the passion of the art. And, and right. not just the fact, you know, you're making people laugh and or you're making people cry. It's just the, you got to love what you're doing. Um, and I had a talk with them. It's like I, I quit every single job I've ever had, whether it was waiting tables, a cubicle, uh, sales. I quit every single one or, or I got fired, you know, because I, I didn't love what I was doing. There. <laughs> you know, yeah, I, I seriously, my, my bosses hated me. Either I quit or got fired because I would just sit there and zone out, hanging out by the coffee machine, staring at the clock, you know, uh, pretending uh, pretending I'm working every time the boss comes walking near my cubicle. God, I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know how it goes. I mean, I'm sure. Did you ever see the movie Office Space? That that was yeah. me. That guy. Yeah, that was. So me. that was you. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You know, trying to trying to hide from the boss on a Friday afternoon so he doesn't tell you tell you to come in on Saturday. Yeah. God, hey, John, I need to tell you, one day you're going to look back on this and go, man, I can't believe I was there 
and I'm here where I am now. Because if you're driven, you'll be successful. And I've always said this about comedy. The funniest people don't make it in this business. It's those that persevere. Lots of funny yeah. comics have dropped out. Yeah. Uh, you, you, know, you know what? My... Life. They have children. Yeah. You know, they go through divorces. You yeah. know, they go through bankruptcy. They have, you know, um, health issues. There's a lot of things that can change your path. So it's those yeah. persevere that really make it in this business. True, 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 yes. And it's like in any great person, like even Michael Jordan, you know, Michael Jordan, he dropped out of high school uh, basketball. Uh, he's, he's missed like 3,000 shots, you know, and yet he was the master of basketball, you know. Right. Um, and and uh, many philosophies say that. It's, it's, they say that every master failed more times than a beginner ever tried, you know, and um, – and, you know, what you said, you sounded just like my coach. He's like, yeah, the, the people, you know, there's a lot of talented people who go through life hardships and they drop out. But the people who hang on, they're the ones who make it, you know. Right. <laughs> yeah, it, it's true. Yeah. You're right. It is completely true. Yeah. A comedy or film acting or theater. Yeah. You just got to stay at it if you can, you know. And yep. it's very hard to keep at it here in Florida, though. Very hard. You know, we got it. I'll tell you right now. Go ahead. I think you're right about Florida. It would be difficult. But you you said early on you are married. Is that correct? Yes, I am. Okay. And it sounds like her listening to you read your lines that she supports you in your endeavor. And so if you're involved with someone, whether you're married or just living together, whatever, the hardest thing for artists to do is to actually keep a relationship going because no one that is, if you're not in the business, you don't understand it because they're like, right. you drove how many miles for $100? That didn't even pay for your gas. I know, yeah. but you have to do this in comedy when you first start. I don't yeah. understand. You will never understand unless you're a comic and you're putting those mm-hmm. miles on your car. No, 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 no. I do the same thing. I drive. Um, I started off doing background extra work, okay, as an extra. And these jobs only paid $112 after taxes. Mm-hmm. You get 90 bucks. Uh, that $90, I don't see it till like 90 days later. Okay, so right. basically I drove out there for free. Okay, yeah, I drove out there for free, gas money, parking money, everything. Uh, but it was a chance to get my foot in the door to be on set, and, you know. And, right. Mm-hmm. And that's why I say that a lot of people are sidestepped over it because of life. You know, oh, I had yeah. no idea that girl said she couldn't get pregnant. She's pregnant. Okay, that changes a lot of things. You know, oh, yeah. um, health, family. Oh, yeah. So you just have to keep yeah. doing it. You just have to yeah. keep doing it. You're right. You're right. And it's it's pretty tough, too, because um, – uh, my, my coach, he gets mad at me because I miss a lot of classes ever since I had my second child. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, and, you know, money problems or whatnot, busy, oh, yeah. busy house schedule, you know, I, I can't make it to every single class or, or every single audition. And, 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 um, but I'm still here, you know, I'm on the phone with you guys, you know, I'm, yep. I'm, I'm always updating my demo reel. I'm, I'm, trust me, I'm, I am perpetually working. 
and I am perpetually unemployed at the same time. <laughs> you know, it, it's it's a crazy way of life. It is. That is yeah. But, you know, it's an, it's an actor's life. <laughs> it's you know, an, it's actor an actor and a comic's life. That's funny and true. Yeah, we're always <laughs> unemployed. An actor, I swear to God, we, we might have a good month where we're booking jobs, and then we might have three or four months that are dead dry, you know, uh-huh. uh, and that's, that's the way it goes. It, it's and that's why I that's why I still have a day job. I sell perfume and cologne when I whenever I can. I do deliveries, um, and I I do a little bit of personal training here and there, um, or I help out my dad here and there. You know, I do whatever I can just to stay afloat. Uh, right. I will not go to I will not go back to a nine to five. I'll tell you that right now. No way. Well, no. You're just, hey, uh, John, you're just gonna yeah. be fired again. Let yeah, exactly. I'll get fired. <laughs> Yeah, nine to five. Hey, we don't have nine to five. We have eight to five here. Eight to five. When when did nine to five change to eight to five? I didn't, I never knew that. Holy shit! They they put on an extra hour, and gas prices are going up. The the your salaries are going down, and they make you work an extra hour. That means I got to wake up earlier. You know, no you know, way. I appreciate the job, but this is just not working out for me. Yeah. I want to be an actor, goddammit. You know, let me out of here. You know, <laughs> screw you guys. I don't like data entry. Who likes data oh, entry? We, we got 60 seconds live now. I okay. knew that you and John Woo and you and Janet Williams would be a perfect team. Thank and you. I was right. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank Tracy. you, Tracy. I appreciate you. And John will be in touch uh, via email. Uh, Facebook. And yeah, Francis, you you better be in touch because you two are like in sync. Well, Thank you, know, you, you know, not saying Thank that you. you're Justin Timberlake. You two are in sync. I'm like, I I put the phone on mute and I'm like, oh my gosh, listen to them. <laughs> yeah, I was, well, I was wondering where you went, Francie. Did you sneak off? You know. Well, and I, I put the phone on mute, yeah. and I'm just uh-huh. listening to you guys, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is an incredible show. <laughs> hey, you, well, and I you. knew that you, you guys, because John, you've talked to me about doing comedy. And here we got Janet Williams, who uh-huh. does it spontaneously on stage. Right, right. Here well, you I go. Never, I never said you want to learn how to do comedy. To really, Bam. Yeah, yeah. I never said I want to actually do it, do it. But I, I try comedy in oh, class you, every once in a while. You said do it, do yeah. it. Did I? Did I? I must have been drunk. Oh, duty, duty. <laughs> I'll, oh, okay. Do do. I told you, yeah. No, I, no. Well, I'll try it one day. I'm pretty sure. And but you know, I, I, I had a lot of fun. Do, do it. Do it. Do it. Don. Open mind. Don, yeah. what do you think? You think you can do it? Oh, I think you can. Oh, thank you. Oh, Don. without it. a doubt. Don, what do you think? Yeah, I think so. I think so too, but does he, does anybody know any fart jokes? Fart jokes. I you. are about to go into our uh, thirty minutes after show where people have to actually tune in to us. 
Okay. John Woo. Jay Williams. Give us your best fart jokes. Oh, I don't even have a fart joke, but I will tell you this. This is no joke. The older you get, your hearing leaves you, and you think, yeah, I'll just go ahead and share it. No one will hear this. And you think you're farting silently, but you're poor, poor of hearing, so everybody knows when you're farting. That's all I can say. Uh, <laughs> From personal experience. <laughs> yeah, no, I, certain I age, you don't want to, you I, don't want to trust it either. I, I, I laugh at my grandparents all the time. My, my grandfather used to blow it right in my face, and he never knew. I'm like, oh my god, pull my you finger, know, you're farting in my face. Pull my finger. You know? <laughs> oh my god, pull my finger. Yeah. Oh god. Well, well, it's it's funny. I don't know any any I kind of jokes at all. Lingering fart. dirty jokes, or like a dirty jokes. Cloud that hangs over us, that like little sweet and sour fart. You know, I'm I'm probably better off doing can't get rid of really short jokes. Like I'll like, tell a dirty joke. Like a short joke. I I got hey. a dirty joke. I Janet, got a dirty joke. here we go. Here we go, Janet. Here we go. Okay. Hey. Is Janice still here? Or uh huh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 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 Right. I think Francie's waiting on somebody Janet to tell a joke. Williams. Here you go. I don't know what we're doing. No, I don't either. Um, <laughs> I think Francie's uh, waiting uh, for you I to tell a joke. I think John's about yeah. to give a fart joke. Come on, John. No, I'm, tell, I'm, I'm starting off. I'll open up with a dirty joke, okay? Here's my dirty joke okay. for tonight. Open. Okay. Yeah, we're okay, we're not is. live no more. This is the after party. People are going to hear it. Give it Janet Williams' best. Uh, let me open first. John, you opened with a dirty joke. A guy fell in the mud. Uh, your turn, Janice. Your turn. <laughs> a guy fell in the mud. Now it's your turn. Oh, how about okay. this? Go, go, no. Yeah, let's hear the master. I wanna I I gotta hear some comedy tonight, yes. Alright, alright, okay, okay. I got I don't I think got she wants joke. to do it, Francie. No. Francie, she wasn't she wasn't ready for you to you, I I don't think Janet, I think Francie wants you to start telling jokes, but I don't think she's feeling it, Francie. No. <laughs> So, uh, I, I, I think Janet's uh, feeling it. Yeah, I, know, I, I, got, I got one for you. Okay. All right. All right. You ready? All right. There's these two guys, right? And they go camping. Okay. So they decide right. they're going to divvy up. They're going to divvy up the chores. One guy says, I'll stay here and I'll set up the, the camp. The other guy says, okay, I'll go get some firewood. So guy sitting up camp and all of a sudden he hears this blood curling scream right and all of a sudden here comes his friend running out he goes what the hell was that he says well I had to take a piss so I whipped it out and when I whipped it out a snake bit me in the head of my dick he says hurry up go get a doctor I need a doctor hurry up go get a doctor so the guy runs into the town he says to the doctor he says look my buddy just got bit by a snake what do I do so he, he puts his palm of his hand out and marks the next on it. He says, you cut it this way, and then you suck out the poison. So he gets back to the camp, and the guy says, what do you say? What do you say? He says, motherfucker, you're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. I love that joke. I love it. I've, I've heard different versions of that joke. Yeah, I've it's heard, funny I've heard shit. that joke, too. That's a good joke. <laughs> 
Okay. All right. I got okay. one. I think. It's it's so easy to reach for comedy. Janet, are you still there or is she not laughing? She's still here. No, she's not laughing. Janet. But the reason why is that uh, these jokes, these are like uh, elementary school jokes. You know what I'm saying? Um, I every, know. We, we've heard them all. We've heard them all. Uh, what, what we got to do is we got to watch Janet on stage. That's that's the that's the true performance right there. You, you can't tell jokes over the phone that we've she, all heard in great school. She too. is no. brilliant, yeah. and uh, oh, yeah. you know, I, I had Andrew Timothy Tramp, and one thing that I wanted to have on the show was you, John, so that uh-huh. you can see. Comedy is not easy, and you already knew it no. was. And I'm hoping uh-huh. that you got a lot from this. I did. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. Uh, Janet, you answered a hell of a lot of questions. Um, yeah, I wish and my coach was on that, the, online That was tonight. one yeah, thing was... that I wanted uh-huh. on the show because I want to – I mean, you are an exceptional actor, and Don and Tom and I both know that. Right, Don and Tom? Right. Thank you, guys. And we want to uh, promote you, right? Yes, yes. So so get on the phone with Brett Ratner. Hurry, I know you have his phone number. You probably have you probably have him on speed dial, don't you? Yeah. You know? So get on the phone with him. Hook me up, you know. I need some better acting and, jobs here. And what we were also asking is, you know, if you wanted to do a blog talk radio show, we want you to do it and we would uh-huh. promote it, right? Right. Well, yeah. Right. You know, here's the thing about that right. though. Right. It's like um, I, I this is like my third time on any talk show, yours. Um, I'm you know I, I know I'm a co-host and everything. I think it'll be rather foolish um, for me to just say, okay, I'm going to do my own talk show right now. Um, well, wouldn't you agree, Janet? You, you know, and maybe maybe you know baby step it right now, and we yeah. know that we we've talked about this. And the thing is, is that, you know, we really like you. You were a great, you know, guest on the show. And I think what you did with Janet Williams and Tom and Dawn, I'm agrees. Uh-huh. But I think is Janet that still maybe here? you, Hi, Janet. you know, it was a great show. Yeah, I think Janet hung up, Francie. <laughs> yeah, she's not even around. I think did, did she, she get cut off? Well, she is on the East Coast, and you're on the uh-huh. East Coast, too. And she yeah. had a couple of shows tonight, too. Uh-huh. So i got to hang up, too, because i got to get up early. Yeah, I got to go birthday. soon, too. It's been like an hour. But, um, no, Francie, yeah. listen, I, the, t- today's show was very inf- informative. I, I loved it. I wish you can do, I wish you can do more of these, you know. Um, and next time, in the future, uh, if we can, um, I would like to get, there's this uh, a classmate I have. She's up and coming, and maybe we can do a bio on her, you know, and ask her questions and all that stuff, you know. And then 
You can you can well, look let me inside ask the life. Yeah. Oh, what do you think? What do you think about next week's show? Should we get her on the show? Sure. She's, why not? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I gotta ask her first. Um, yeah. How about asking her? And oh, what do you two think? Because I, you know, I, think I gotta. So why not? Okay. Yeah, well, you know. Yeah, just, you know, I'll, I'll text you later about it. Yeah, I think it'll be cool, you know, because you can look inside the life of another Florida actor. I mean, you talk to me, now you can talk to a different Florida actor and, and see what they say. Um, probably going to say the same shit I told you already. <laughs> but, you know. Hey, it's just, uh, gotta, do we yeah. want, uh, uh, you know, because I got my guest here. Uh, uh, John, do you want to help? co-host the show to help us know where she goes yeah yeah of course i'm gonna be i am a co-host yeah i would be on the phone with you um i don't, I don't think she would call in if i wasn't on the phone so <laughs> yeah i would have to be on the show but i so, don and tom what do you think sure why not yeah no she's on you know what this okay is cool. so we got a head yeah, we'll up. talk about it yay Good, good, good. Um, so is did Janet hang up or is she still on the line right now or Janet. Oh, Janet She's gone. She was sleepy when I called her at eight o'clock. Oh, okay. Our time well, and um, she's like, I'm sleepy. Okay, I'll I'll see her later. Yeah. Um Yeah, she yeah, probably- so Joe Francie and everyone else, Don, Tom, you know, um, if, if if you were looking for a different kind of content for next week or the next show, I do believe uh, interviewing uh, like one of my classmates uh, would be nice because she just did this big project out in South America. She was the lead actress in a horror film, and and wow, they she has a lot of stories and a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, that's just one of my ideas. Or another idea I have, we could talk to uh, maybe my coach. We can talk to a casting director. I don't know. There's a lot of things we can do. So what do you guys think? We will definitely keep in contact. What do you guys think? Tom and Tom? Yeah. Are you up for it? Sure. Yeah, I like that guy you brought in last time, Edward Young. Yeah, he that that was awesome. Oh he, yeah, nice Edward Young, yes. love that yeah. guy. Yeah, he had a right. lot of information. Awesome. Yeah, I, I would love to, I would love to work with him on these. He's he's always doing indie indie films, and that that. Which uh, reminds me, I need to get yeah. you in contact with uh, David Lee Madison and Thomas Churchill, who is all on the East Coast. With uh-huh. Edward X Young, and I think we can get you in contact with people. Uh, you do realize, Nancy. You do realize Thomas is actually out in California, right? Tom's oh, that's right. Thomas is in California right now. That little shit. Why isn't he visiting us yet? <laughs> Wait, um, because I'm taking my I think he's on location right now. Oh, wow. Sorry, I just burped. That little shit. 
That's right. Thomas Lee Churchill is in California. Well, I mean, it would be nice. It's the over here visiting us. Uh Uh-huh. So, yeah, guys, there's a lot of stuff we can talk about, you know. So um, Actually, Thomas is like a really busy guy, so he's he's just busy. But oh, yeah. David Lee um, Medicine, you got David uh-huh. Lee Medicine, you got a lot of people on your side of the coast. Yeah, you got it. You know what? Honestly, you I would love to get back to L.A. John, thank you for reminding me about yeah. Thomas Churchill. Not, oh, oh, I'm sorry. John, that's go ahead. That's because me and Thomas are friends. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, me and Thomas are friends, too. I just forgot about that. Hey, I'd like to be friends with Thomas, too. That would be, you know, or David Lee Madison. Oh, are, are they are they actors? Thomas Churchill or? is a badass. He is, oh, yeah, yeah. like, he is. And David okay. Madison is badass. I, I will. Awesome. Okay. We're going to put you in touch with people. Please do so because you know why. Yeah, um, you know it, it's it's uh, dry out here. It's dry like like the Sahara. You know the Sahara Desert. Seriously, it's really bad out here. And you got to hear the stories. You got to hear the stories of you, the other You actors. you you got to travel. Know. That's the problem. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. And you know, and, know. and hearing hearing yeah. the stories from Janet, it, it it really it really hit home. And I appreciate yeah, I appreciate talking I think to her that today. Yeah. You and Janet and I hated that uh Don and Thomas Tom what, what happened? What's going on with you? I don't think Tom's on the phone. It was just me, you and Don, I think. Yeah. But, yeah, I think so. I think Tom's gone, yeah. Uh, no, but, hey, okay. I got it. I gotta leave soon too because I I gotta I gotta go to bed. But yeah, it's, right. it's like I'm one o'clock over here. I'm gonna get you in touch with uh yeah. some people. Please, and I would love to. Yes, but I'm I not think, moving back to LA. I, think I will not move back to Don, LA. Don, <laughs> wouldn't you, wouldn't you agree <laughs> that with that show with uh Tennessee Tramp Janet Williams that this was a good caliber to have John Wu on the show. I think that everything yeah. that you were asking Janet, I was like, uh-huh. wow, that was great. Oh, yeah, thank wow. you. Wow. Because, you know, you know why, it, we, me and her, believe it or not, we're apples and oranges, but we're still in the same industry. Uh, it's the entertainment industry. And, and these, these kind of questions are baseline questions. That, that I would ask any other actor, comedian or not. Um, so yeah, it was a good match. It was a good match. I really, I really appreciate you know, uh, you know, you you guys putting her on, and and she did answer a lot of my questions I had about comedy. Hell yeah! So we should it, do more like this. It, it's it's like I told you from the get go. Uh-huh. She's very professional. Okay. She knows. Oh uh, yeah, she was she very professional. Out. Yeah. I kind of yeah, wish she, she, told, she would have told some more jokes, but hey, whatever. <laughs> what can you do? Yeah, so. Um, well, I think yeah, but, um, that what she was setting out to do with you, and uh-huh. I talked to her a lot, and I said, you know, 
he wants to know all about the comedy genre, I think she wanted to give you the best advice that you could ever get. And, and I she did. You she got, did. Uh-huh. I got more. Yeah, I got I, more than what I asked for. Yeah, actually, yeah. So it was good. Uh-huh. Yeah. Very and good, Francie. I hope that you you do it. Don, what do you think of the show? I think it was good. But I got another joke for John. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What do you call an AIDS patient in a wheelchair? Uh, I don't know. What do you call them? Road AIDS. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. You feel so guilty (laughs) for laughing. No, no, no. Now, hold on. Now, hold on. That's it. That, that was funny. I never heard that joke before. No, I never heard that. Uh, no, it, it's simple. It's simple joke. And and that's what I like. I like simple, tasteless jokes like that. They're funny as hell. <laughs> yeah. Oh, believe me, if my brain was working yeah. in order, I got a few more that are really good. But You know, and there's this book. It's called Truly Tasteless Jokes. It's a famous book. They're, they wrote, like, many volumes of this. Um, I don't know if you've heard of it or not. And they, you have millions of those jokes. That those one, hey, what do you call this? And you got a funny answer. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's hilarious stuff. Yeah, rollies. Okay. It is, is I'm not prejudiced. I will joke about anybody. Well, I. Oh, well, you gotta <laughs> laugh at everybody. <laughs> hey, well, you hello? heard of David Copperfield. You heard you, hello. Yeah, everyone's still there. You heard of David Copperfield, right? He has a. Yeah. You know why, right? He does magic. Bye. <laughs> he does magic. <laughs> he does. He does magic. There's a couple other ones I wish I could think of now. My brain ain't working. But there's a couple other ones. After we hang up, I'll probably sit there and go, oh, fuck. Probably, yeah. <laughs> well, guys, you know what? Honestly, I got to go. I had fun. I had fun tonight. I always have fun. This is like my, what, my third or fourth time on, you know? Yeah. Francie, thank you so much. Thank you. Is thank you. Did we lose Francie, too? Please helicopter. Oh. You guys hear it? Oh. Oh, yeah, I hear it's something. It's flying over our house. I thought oh, it was did it. Uh-oh. But, um, right. Francie, I, I got I got to run. I gotta run, but let's hey, John, I fantastic go. job tonight. Thank oh, you, yeah. thank you. You too, you too. Um, so uh, no, please, you I, too. okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna message you tomorrow, Francie. Okay, and then, and then I'll okay. try and get some. Uh, I'm off tomorrow. I got. Okay. My second, good. Hey, a good job, will, everybody. We did a good job tonight, and Janet Williams yeah. is really happy. Good. Yay. Everyone, a round of applause. Janet Williams. Yay. Janet Williams. Yay. Yay. All right. Well, you know what? John Wu will be signing off. Good night, everyone. Uh, okay. Good uh, night, night, John. Love you. Love you, too. Bye, Don. Bye, Francie. Bye, John. Bye. Good night. Bye, Bye I love you, Mommy. Bye, Francie. <laughs> She's my mommy now. No, don't do it. <laughs> hey, night-night, everybody.
All right, night.